right now. Let's go to Barb's Wire. Barbara Friedman has taken a look at the things trending on social media, and she's here to report on the findings. Welcome, Barbara. My findings. Yeah, um, I thought I'd go local with my first story, and that is Mayor Jordan Hill Lewis took to social media yesterday, both on X and Facebook, and announced the approval of a 300-bed safe space homeless shelter, which actually is just across the road from us here in Ebenezer Road on um, some city land that they have made available and a portion of municipal depot land. And the operations are set to begin early in the new year. And I thought it was interesting because both on X and on Facebook on his page, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments of people going, well done, this is really what we need. Hopefully it can be extended to other areas um, of the city and towns around which really need these kinds of spaces. And I didn't feel there was a lot of negative commentary on there. But um, it is such a big issue. We know you talk about it, it gets spoken about on our radio over and over again. How do you create dignified, safe spaces for people who have ended up, you know, living a sleeping rough, who've ended up on the streets? And this will obviously include interventions such as um, referring people who need addiction counseling or psychiatric treatment, personal development planning, employment opportunities, ID and social grant access, and family reunifications, which is always very important. So I just thought that was a it's a positive story. I know a lot of people will come at the city and say, but it's not good enough. But I feel like at least it's something. Um, it will increase. 300 beds right next to the V&A waterfront. I I'm, think it's pretty cool. Seapoint does. Look, I know people are going to go, yeah, it's because it's a tourist area and you don't want homeless people in sight. I mean, obviously, there's always many sides to the story. But the Lesions has been there providing the same service for a while true, as well. So there's true. been lots of wonderful stuff that's happened. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like I, the fact that it's right here. Yeah. You know, I love the fact that you're not trying to move people off to some, you know, place a million miles away. Like you're actually going, okay, this is mm. the reality. We need a safe environment for people. Some dignity and, and some, some, you know, a bath and some showers as well. I think Absolutely. there's a lot of people on the streets that probably would give their last for a, for a, for a bath. Yeah. Um, and it does improve their chances of, of getting a job as well. It needs to come replete with all of that. When Abs- you leave that and that's place what in this is, you know. Oh, cool. So this is, it's what I, you know, this is we're making sure people's IDs and social grant access is in place. They're helping you cool. with all your admin once you're there. Yeah, we're going to need more than um, those spaces, but let's applaud yeah. them on this initiative. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then, yeah, this is a study that I do find really interesting. Um, there have been quite a couple of studies that have just been released out of the United States. And this is about how marijuana use raises the risk of heart attack, heart failure, and stroke, according to these studies. And a lot of this is um, quite extensive research. There are a couple of different research organizations that have conducted research in a similar time frame. And America has been reporting, I think we spoke about it a while ago, that the over 65-year-old use of marijuana has increased significantly over the last number of years. But now they're doing these studies looking at people who are over 50, and they've actually done quite extensive research over quite a like The studies have included like quite a few thousand people. And it's showing that people have isolated different conditions, and it's showing that there is more... Um, risk of heart 
heart disease well, I said, I think and stroke in people that are smoking marijuana. But, you know, that's how research works. You know, you can roll your eyes. You can roll your eyes at like research in general, but... If you're going to overdose, you're going to get hurt. It's as simple as that. They're saying in the one study of 28,000 cannabis users, um, 20% had an increased chance of having a major heart or brain event while hospitalized compared to the group who did not use cannabis. So there's lots of stats that come out of this research. I think we're going to try to get it up on our website. I can't go through all the detail of this, but, um, you know, there is a lot of detail. And I don't know, I just, you know, I'm not a fan. I think these, I don't, I'm not a fan of smoking. They also d- separated out the research group They went for people who don't smoke uh, tobacco. Mm. So, in fact, this was very specifically the effect of marijuana on your heart and on your health. And I'm sure, again, it relates to dosage. Yeah, um, absolutely. And dosage um, is different for every single person. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's just, look, it's interesting research. It's been published. It's out there. If this is something that you're concerned about, go and read about it in more detail. I'm just pointing you in that direction. I'm going to trust my shaman on this particular front, okay? <laughs> He's got like three, three million years of, of, of research that he bases his findings. <laughs> yeah, for me, there are lots of reasons why excessive use of marijuana yeah. is not a good idea. Of but anything. that's just my personal view. No, sure. Um, yeah, then thirdly, I thought this was also quite an interesting bit of research. There's a, um, a 500-year-old cache of pressed flowers that has now helped researchers reveal a whole lot of new information about plant life in on the hillsides of Bologna in Italy. So these samples, 5,000 delicately cut and dried plants, is in a collection that was picked by a Renaissance naturalist, Ulisse Aldrovandi, between 1551 and 1586. It's one of the largest collections of dried plants that are put into these books. And now researchers, the, the, the Royal Society has done extensive research on these samples and it has helped them to understand how that area has changed over all these years and it's giving them insights into climate and environmental change. And I just thought that was really interesting that you've kind of gone back and you've sourced these very old um, books with these dried flowers in it which back then in the 1500s you wouldn't have been able to do um, a lot of research on I mean we wouldn't have had the tools then that now they can actually look at this and look at the plant life and look at how the existing that that those dried plants and the current plants that grow on the hills of Bologna have changed over this period of time and it's 500 years old wow and I just I love I love history and I love um things that have been preserved and that you can now go back and have a look at all these plant samples and see what has changed over all these years. It's actually yeah. not a long time. I mean, 500 years in the great scheme of Earth is a blip. So if there's been significant change, then, you know, I think it, it is going to tell researchers quite a lot. And, I mean, the research, the people involved in the research said, you know, um, it highlights the importance of records of dried flowers. The researcher said, a recent scientific trend is to dismiss these collections, which are regarded as dusty, cumbersome, unnecessary burdens, etc., etc. But, but Baldrini, the man in charge, he said, there's nothing wrong with these. They are indispensable and irreplaceable data banks for many research Absolutely. fields. Absolutely.
And I love that part of, of Italy. I mean, it looks amazing. Well, I unfortunately have never been there, but wow. It looks I, I did the drive down. You're very lucky. Drive up and down, yeah. And I'll do it again anytime. Northern Italy. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Especially into Milan and into the mountains Gorgeous. and the lakes. Gorgeous. Now when you go, you can look at all the plants with more, yeah, but you're with saying more there's awareness. Only, there's only a fraction left. Well, right? I think that that's what they are learning, what, is, what has happened since then. So it must have been a sight to behold 500 yeah. years ago in season. <laughs> That's the things trending on social media. Thank you, Barbara Friedman. She takes a look at things related until Thursday. Tomorrow, of course, the Naked Scientist is in the studio with us, and then we will uh, talk about other stuff. But Monday is the 